Time for our feature interview this week, everybody, and what a special event we have to look forward to. The first weekend in September this year, a World Championship mountain running event coming to Ireland. And here to tell us more about it is someone who loves the mountains. She's enjoyed representing Ireland over the years in many Masters Championships and who, alongside our team, have both a daunting but a very exciting task ahead. A big welcome to Trisha Blackburn. What a special guest we have with us on this week's show. We've got one of the main driving forces behind the 21st World Mountain Running Championships that are going to take place on home soil in Clonmel, Tipperary, from the 2nd to the 4th of September. Trisha Blackburn, you're very, very welcome to the show. Hi, thank you very much for inviting me on. Um, delighted to be here, and Thank you. Um, and thanks um, for that nice introduction. <laughs> ah, Trisha, it's going to be brilliant. As soon as I saw it there a couple of months go up, I think it came up maybe on my Facebook feed or something like that. I went, oh, wow, this is going to be some weekend. And um, the two of us have have been on these trips before with, you know, friends and, and fellow runners and club mates and, and, and national team members, you know, of course, as well, running in the green singlet. And it's such a special occasion. Um, and even more so when if you're lucky enough to have an Irish flag flying or we get a couple of medals. And, and so to have it on home soil, um, you can tell me now if this is the first time or not, we have a Masters World Championship on home soil, but what a brilliant event to look forward to. Is it the first time, Trisha, that a World Championship is coming to the mountains in Ireland? Yes, yes, it is indeed, Owen. Um, this is the first time the World Masters mountain running championship has come to Ireland. So uh, we're so proud to be bringing it. We uh, had four years, I suppose, it's been in the pipeline. Um, We applied in 2018, but didn't quite make it. So again, 2019, we actually uh, had got the bid for 2020, but of course with COVID, everything was moved on a year. So um, Austria held it last year. And now we're obviously hosting it uh, this year. So delighted, so delighted to get that opportunity and, um, you know, to get an opportunity to bring top class athletes to this country because there are serious athletes uh, who, who, who run these mountains in Europe. Yeah. You know, the Italians and the Austrians they are very, very competitive. Yeah, and and isn't the great thing, I think, about Irish mountain running that, you know, we do have such strong masters, over 35 mountain runners as well. You know, there's a lot of high caliber athletes there, male and female, that are going to be there competing for for medals come September. And just to go back to, like, say, a couple of years ago, I suppose, where did the idea come from? Um, Where did the ambition come from to bring a world championships to Ireland, first of all, and then bring it to, to your home patch down in Tipperary. Okay. Um, I suppose a long story short, um, Tom, my husband, who would be uh, an avid mountain runner, um, and we both would have gone to these events over the last, I'd say, eight to ten years. We've travelled to Europe many a time uh, competing in these events. So within our own club I suppose to give you a bit of context we would be um, big into organizing different events within the club so uh, we've had the care half marathon would have been one of our events we do a lot of organizing within EMRA so I suppose race organization was a thing we always had and Mm -hmm. we have observed over going to the events in Europe you know looking at it kind of going yeah 
Well, do you know, we could do that. Wouldn't it be great to bring it to Ireland? So the idea kind of came to us way back. I'd say it was 2014, 15. We started talking about it, having a laugh after the event is over and we're sitting having our, our celebratory glass of wine, you know, and you're talking about it amongst friends. But yeah. um, as, as we went to more events and um, I'd be a, a keen organiser. Um, so just take a note every year how the event was ran and taking in uh, the detail you know so definitely you know I'm saying god yeah we can really do this let's let's go for it literally that was it lots of support from our own local club here the Morabi Milers um they're fantastic lots of support of course from IMRA Garish Mountain Running Association as well so lots of great people there and uh they were willing to back us and um all you need is a good team after that, you know? Yeah, and I suppose like you, you do need to get all the important organisations and institutions on board, don't you, for such a big event. You mentioned IMRA there. I mean, did you have to go to, say, local county councils then in Tipperary to get, I don't know, any permissions or to seek maybe funding and backing to support you? Because it, it's not just an athletics event that you're going to bring to Tipperary, but you're going to bring, you know, hopefully hundreds of athletes from all over the world. So from a tourism point of view, you're going to be filling hotels and filling restaurants and just putting, you know, Clonmel and Tipperary on the map for that weekend. So was it was it difficult or did you try to bring the, the local bodies on board with you as well? Um, yes, Owen, definitely part of it. Um, you have to have these people with you to run this event. and. Um, I suppose we saw from Gecko that, look, this is a big tourist attraction. You're going to bring five, maybe 700 athletes, top athletes to your to this area. So that was key in my mind was to approach uh, your local county councils who were so supportive. We initially had um, wanted to bring it to the Galtys, of course, because it's right here on our home, uh, on our doorstep. So Unfortunately, the logistics of buses to and from the Galtys was going to be <laughs> a nightmare, to be fair. So uh, at the end of all that, um, we decided Clonmel, because of it being a town that you can actually run an event out of. So uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Clonmel, but um, we, we can actually start it in the town. And there's a nice... <laughs> nice little course where you have about a mile on the road which is yeah. quite steep which European athletes love and that gets you up to the mountain and then you're the rest of your 10k is out on the mountain it's a marked course you know okay. so it's not like you need to navigate or anything like that so people needn't to worry um it will be totally marked so yeah so that's why Clonmel I suppose um being near to us here where we live in the Glen of Arherlow it's um ideal from a point of view of legwork and having to be in that place and trying to organize the event. I'm sure there are probably other areas in Ireland that it would have been just as nice to host it. But I suppose the fact that we live here and um, we were going to be the main organizers, logistically, it made more sense to find an area where where we could work from as well ourselves. So we've had fantastic support from tourist, um, the tourist board, Alta Ireland, you know, there's different grants and that available. The county council's in Clonmel. 
in care, I have to say, we had a whole year where we thought we were, we were going to be hosting it from there and they've all been fantastic. We've been contacting the Kyoto's groups just to build a bit of atmosphere around the event because um, yeah. we want to make it an experience, not just uh, your race day, you know. Sure. And I know like from, you know, myself going to these events over the years as well, um, you begin to realize the actual work that goes on behind, you know, putting on a big championship like this. So I'm sure you, you probably must have a core team of uh, how many people would you say are on your core organizing team? You mentioned Imra there. I'm sure Richard Noonan and the committee there are, are helping you. But I'm sure down at a local ground level there, you must have a big, strong team as well to help you get everything ready. Yes, yes. As I said, um, from from the get-go, our own club itself, Athletics Club, have been so supportive um, with the members there. There's at least, I think, six to seven members of the local organising committee for this event are from our own club here. Um, so they're just fantastic. And then on top of that, Obviously, the support of um, Monster Chairman, you have Robbie Williams, and you've got uh, Laura Flynn, she's chairperson of Imran Dublin, Richard, of course, Brian Flannery. There's about 18 now on the committee. We started out with about, I'd say, six or seven initially. Mm-hmm. And as the event has grown, it's 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 a challenge. I won't deny that. Yeah, um, I can imagine you're busy. I'm sure you're going to be doing lots of Zoom calls over the next couple of months. Uh, yes, it's quite a challenge. Uh, bigger than, I suppose, you know, you're heading out and you're thinking, yeah, that's all doable. But like you said, it's the small things to get in place. It's, you know, um, we have to get uh, equipment up to the top of a mountain. The logistics of getting it there, the logistics of... Um, is it safe? Do we need to get security? Um, simple things outside of the race itself, of course, you know, um, yeah. all these things have to be taught through and planned. So, as I said, we've been planning it for a while and I just can't say enough about the people who are on the committee and how supportive they've been. And everyone, in fairness, we're all volunteers. So everybody's working outside of this. Yeah, and, of course. Um, you know, so you're trying to work with people's strengths and what they bring to the table. So um, we have a lot of good people on board, I have to say. So I'm confident we'll get there, though it's going to be a few struggles, but I'm confident <laughs> well, we'll get well, there. Well, let's try and get as many runners down as possible, Tricia. And what I was going to ask you was, you know, we, we've mentioned memories of Irish flags being risen on these trips and medals being won by the great Masters teams and Masters athletes that we have. But for, for the people that are listening, maybe, that never taught that they would represent Ireland in an international race or ever get a medal. It's not, of course, just for elite masters, mountain runners. This is a championship that's open for everybody. So maybe could you just talk to us about, say, just your, you know, your normal trail runner, mountain runner, somebody that loves running on the mountains, who's over 35, of course. This is actually a chance to, to run for Ireland. And you don't need to qualify, as far as I know. So maybe just talk to us about how just yet yeah, the, the, the normal runner can enter a world championships if they want to. Yes, this is the beauty of this event. And it's probably unique in that sense that, um, you know, you don't have to qualify to run for your country to, to, to have that proud moment of wearing the green, white and gold 
um, which for me was was just so proud to be able to do that. Um, obviously, you need to be able to run the trails. It, you need to be familiar with the trails. But yes, it is open to anyone over the age of 35 and under the age of 80. <laughs> Unfortunately, okay. they're not allowing the 80-year-olds on. Yes, we're, we're hoping to change that. But for the minute, okay. um, from 35 to 79. So it's a fantastic event in that each age category then from, let's say, 35 to 40, for example, within that, that's a complete race in that you've got your first, second and third male, first, second yeah. and third female, and you've got your clo- or your um, team events as well within that. So each category is within itself an, a race. So you're not competing against the whole field. And um, anyone can make up the team. Your first three home makes up your team. So get out there, get the shoes on, get a bit of training in, a bit of speed work. I mean, you can look up these events um, on the Wimra World Mountain Running webpage. You get yeah. an idea of times, you know, what might be expected of you in, in course difficulty and elevation. Um, mm. I mean, the big advantage here is we're on home ground. We've gone to these events, and you'll know, Owen, because you've been there yourself, that the yeah. temperature can be just so disheartening, wearing. You know, if you're not used to those temperatures, it can really, really affect your race and your performance. Yeah. And, you know, we're here. This is a major opportunity for Ireland to do so well at this event. Fill the field with green, white, and gold. That's what I say. Sure. And Trisha, so, what, what are the limitations in terms of the numbers that you can have in the race? Is it capped at 200 or 300? And then maybe a follow-up question. When can people enter? Because I suppose we do have to leave a bit of room for all the Italians and French and maybe <laughs> South Americans and Americans that might come. So, you know, is there a risk that will fill it up with, you know, lots and lots of Irish entries um, streaming in? So what, what are you looking numbers wise? How, how does that pan out? To my knowledge, um, there are no limits. So let's just pack it up and let them <laughs> let them come and tell us afterwards. Guys, we have to we have to give you a whole separate event. Just not okay. <laughs> no, to my knowledge, there is no cap on the amount of runners you can have representing your country. So that makes it so doable for so many people. Um, I can't can't reiterate enough how important it is for us to get our runners out there to try out the course. Um, What was the other question? The course itself is up on our website. We do have a website. Um, So that's www. Is there any point in calling that out? If you look up... Mountain. I'll put it in the show notes um, as well, Trish, yeah, not to worry. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So just so people can log on there, our registration will be opening in the next week or two. So okay. when you go in, you will register uh, for the event within your category. And um, accommodation-wise, um, I suppose Clonmel isn't a huge town. It's a big town, but it's not a huge town. So mm. um, if I could... <laughs> I'd love to keep all that accommodation for uh, our uh, our foreign athletes coming over uh, in the sense that um, I suppose you're expecting people to hire cars and yeah. travel to Clonmel um, and our public transport while it's good. And hopefully we will try. We'll see how numbers come in um, put on maybe some bus service and that for people around the area. 
Um, our, our hotels, we have block booked for that weekend. So if you are going to book a hotel, just mention that you're running uh, the World's Masters race. Okay. Um, yeah. On the races, Tricia, there's two different courses, I think, isn't there? There's an 8.4 kilometer course, and then there's a slightly longer one, 10.5. And um, what's the difference between the two? Is the 8.4 for a certain age limit and above? Yes. So from over to over 55s to your over uh, 75s will do the shorter course. Okay. Um, I think our course, it's supposed to be, it's anywhere between uh, seven and eight. So I think ours is a little over eight. Okay. Um, the elevation will be, all that will be on the website. And yeah. then for your over 35s to your over 50s, you have the longer course, which for us, it's actually 11K. 11.2k okay. I think they have and the elevations are slightly different um your start yeah. is the same so you'll all be starting from the same place and your finish will be the same so it's just uh out on the course there's um there's going to be a, a cut off area where the shorter course will be brought down to the finish and the longer course takes you further out around the mountain okay. Yeah, and I saw that on the website. The website goes through it very well, Trisha. Like, for example, the longer one, I have 635 meter ascent, 345 meter descent. So an up and down course. Um, for anybody that's maybe new to mountain running and trail running, Trisha, is it a very technical course or would it be manageable? Um, it's not too tricky, is it? Uh, no, that's, again, a lot of Europeans love an uphill only course which yeah. has been the case in many years. So again, it's an advantage that we're having it on home ground because um, our mountains wouldn't be high enough here to have an uphill only course. Yeah. So yeah. ours is an up and downhill. There's sections of it that are quite technical, um, but it's all very doable. I'd encourage anyone on the 19th of June, we're having a test run of the event. Oh, fantastic, um, yeah. Yeah, if you check up the Emory calendar, it, gave, yeah. it gives anyone an opportunity to pop down to Clonmel on the Comoros and have a go, have a go on the course. So, Brilliant. Uh, and then on, on, on the day after the official championship race, I think there's an open race as well, is there? I presume yeah. for maybe friends, family or anybody under 35 or anybody that maybe didn't quite make the championship race. Or anyone over 79. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yes, the open race is the following morning. So we will just, I suppose, to give you just a quick overview of the weekend. On, on the Friday evening, um, there will be a parade of athletes in the town with speeches. And um, what would I say? We raise the flag. There's a special uh, master's flag that we collected last year in Austria. So that's a bit of a ceremony goes with that. So that flag gets raised at the start uh, of the evening on the Friday evening. They parade, the athletes will parade down through the town. And um, just to, you know, again, to bring a bit of festivity to the event. And then we have a pasta party for them afterwards. Obviously, party is probably the wrong word because these are athletes and they're not going to be partying the night before the race. But um the following day then is all your, your race day. So all the races will be ran off. And then that evening you'll have a banquet with the prize giving and all your team prizes and individual prizes will all be handed out then. 
And then we have the following day, like you said, we have the open race, which will start first thing in the morning. And that's just a once-off race where we'll have, again, as you said, anyone who's interested in running it who wasn't eligible or didn't qualify. And you often get competitors who ran the day before, like to give the course another try, maybe whatever, <laughs> race, nerves, whatever, you know. Yeah, they head out yeah. again. So yeah. that's a big opportunity, yeah. Fantastic. And of course, you know, running in a world championship like that, um, everybody has to wear the official gear. Trisha. And I remember when I was a young boy, a young nine and 10 year old in Dublin, I used to dream of, of wearing an Irish jersey in a World Cup or whatever. And thankfully, it came through in the mountain running. And anybody that knows me from the trips knows that I love the gear and I'm always swapping and trading and trying to get different signets from all different countries. And um, if anybody is running in the championship, they have to wear I think an Irish singlet, don't they? Yes, yes, that's part um, of the requirement. And and um, uh, I do remember when uh, you mentioned there earlier to me, Owen, uh, with yourself and the team that won the over 35s that time in Slovakia, probably from the length of time I've been traveling to these events, that was one of our proudest moments to get the over 35 gold on that day was just fantastic yeah I've still got the singlet and I was going to say Trisha that do you think it will be easy for people to get the official Irish gear to to run in and I know last year I think I bought a set of gear from I think it was JFS Sports if anybody googles it they can get the Irish Masters gear there from the the Homa brand J-O-M-A they do a lovely um, set of Irish gear and I'm just wondering do you have anything in place for anybody who might be looking to get some Irish gear that they can run in come in September yeah um it's a difficult it's really hard to get their hands on Irish gear now uh, Leo McMahon is great um he's in the team as well and Liam always manages to pull gear out of somewhere I don't know where he gets it I do remember um just just going back um, I happened to be on on, on a winning, uh, we were bronze team. I was with Mags Green and Helen White. That's way back. I can't remember what year that was. But we, we were getting the team prize. And back then, this was in Germany, I think. And um, I didn't bring any gear. I didn't have gear at the time. And uh, I remember we were heading for the podium and we were swapping gear. We had to get some gear off the boys who had already been up for their silver. And uh, we were trying to pull on the gear and trying to get up on the podium with our our, our, our gear just to look the part, you know. So, yeah, there was a bit of a, a panic on when it comes to the gear. Um, and I've been on to Leo, of course, and he has uh, he has dropped me two bags of gear. <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Now, the problem (laughs) is sizes and everything. So we will definitely distribute a certain amount. How that's going to happen, I'm not sure. So that all has to be taught through. And like you said, uh, maybe just like you said, put a link on on the site and give people an opportunity maybe to buy their own gear. Exactly. Um, I'm sure. you, you never know where yeah. people might source old ASICs, New Balance, and of course, yes. um, you know, the, the new brand as well. So you never know what might might appear. Um, in might September. come out of the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It, exactly. And, and I suppose maybe just the last question, Trisha, was for for today was, um, have you got much interest um, from abroad yet? Like I'm sure the last twelve months, you know, so meant much travel and and trips and and everything up in the air. But now, kind of, it looks. Like 
like we're, we're coming out of the tunnel. We're, we're hopefully getting back to normal. Um, has there been much inquiries coming in from the different countries around Europe, especially who, who always travel to these uh, events? What, what's your inbox like at the moment? Yeah, <laughs> it's getting quite busy. And that's even without registration being open yet. You know, yeah. we were kind of sitting on the website hoping, look, we'll get it all ready because it's it's the website is always on the make. So you're upgrading, you're adding pieces. Um, we have T-shirts sponsored by Columbia. So, you know, we're going to get those Brilliant. designed and put them up just to keep the interest rolling, obviously, on the website. But um, to answer your question, yes, it's been quite busy. And like that, people looking for, oh, what can you recommend that we can do for the weekend? Um you know, what's happening around the area. So really looking forward to when we open registration, there is going to be a huge influx of uh, inquiries. And, um, you know, and it's it's so nice. It's not only around the race. Mm. People are actually inquiring about what to do in Ireland. I think they would have no problem driving three, four miles. <laughs> so what am I saying? Three, four miles, three, four hours to... Um, you know, to 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 see a nice monument or to experience yeah. a bit of our country, you know. So that those kind of questions are coming in as well, you know. So yeah, it's going to be busy. I'm going to have to set up a little office and just put five or six people in there answering mails. I think. Yeah, of course. And I saw some very ambitious plans as well mentioned somewhere about you're hoping to maybe live stream it as well. That would be fantastic. Now, I'm yes, sure there's a bit of an operation involved in that, but to, to do something like that would be brilliant. Well, we have a great man on board with us to do the chip timing, Dean Watson. I don't know if you'd be familiar with Dean. No, um, no. Yeah, Dean has agreed to do the chip timing and registration. It all comes in within his, his remit. Brilliant. So um, Dean is very high tech. So he is bringing a lot with him. Uh, you've got your... Um, let's say you have a rolling camera he's putting up this live stream um, he's got your photo finish um, he's got hopefully as well out on the course might be able to give some split times some photographs taken we'll say if we have a Stuart out on the course um, that he would automatically um, with an app that Dean, can, Dean supplies maybe um, just take photographs and they will be streamed back to the finish line and people can view themselves on the course and stuff like that. So Fantastic. Um, as I said, I'm not a high tech person, so my explanation might not be 100%, but definitely um, Dean has a lot of ideas and it looks like it's really going to be great. No, well, listen, it, it all sounds absolutely fantastic, Trisha. And just, you know, for anybody, any young boy or girl that dreamt of running for Ireland or representing Ireland, well, this now, now is their chance to do it, isn't now it? Is their opportunity. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah if, yeah, if there was ever, ever, um, as I said, for me, it was just watching the Olympics as a kid, following exactly. Sonia yeah. Sullivan. My dream was always, oh, my God, just an opportunity to represent my country and yeah. to stand, like I said, even if it was with secondhand gear standing on that podium, it was amazing. It was probably the best experience of my life so far. Absolutely. So, and just to emphasize again, isn't it, that this is for all levels, Trisha, it's for anybody that's listening in. That you yes. don't need to be up near the top of Imra races or up near the top of any of the road races around the country. Just once you love running, once you yes. love the mountains, 
get down to the Clonmel from the 2nd to the 4th of September, the 21st World Mountain Running Championships on home soil. Trisha, what a wonderful weekend it's going to be. Best of luck to yourself and Tom, all the team down there, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in a couple of months. And what a wonderful weekend it's going to be. Thank you very much, Owen. Really appreciate the interview. And um, again, main day is 3rd of September. So just keep that in your head. That's the, that's the big one. Yeah, <laughs> Thank and we'll, you look, so we'll look much. out then as well for the, um, for the entries opening over the next week or two. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's going to start happening in the next week or two. Rage will be open Super. and just make sure you get in there and get your name down and uh, good six months training. Absolutely no bother, I reckon. Yeah, what a great Thanks a million and best of luck and we'll chat again soon, hopefully. Great. Thank you so much, Owen. Thank you. Well, what a special event that is going to be. And as we were saying there, an event for everybody to look forward to, all ages, all levels. And guys, I'd keep an eye on the website and their social media pages because I expect that when they open up the entries, their race numbers will fly out. And hopefully we'll have lots and lots of international runners coming from all over the world to join us in Clonmel um, in September. And after the last few years that we've all had, wouldn't that be something special indeed? Um, That's a wrap for this episode, everybody a little reminder if you can take a moment to go over to Patreon um, patreon.com Podcast, and for the price of a gel a month that will help keep us going over the course of the year in the meantime guys enjoy your training enjoy your racing everybody let's get our running gear on let's go